Almighty God, bless the reading and hearing of your word. Let the Holy Spirit descend upon us that we may understand your word for us today. As your scriptures are read, as your word is heard, let the utterances of our mouths and the meditations in our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, by your Holy Spirit and your Holy Church. And let God's people say, Amen. Our first reading is from the book of Acts, chapter 9, verses 36 through 43. Now in Joppa there was a disciple whose name was Tabitha, which in Greek is Dorcas. She was devoted to good works and acts of charity. At that time she became ill and died. When they had washed her, they laid her in the room upstairs. Since Lydda was near Joppa, the disciples who heard that Peter was there sent two men to him with the request, Please come to us without delay. So Peter got up and went with them, and when he arrived, they took him to the room upstairs. All the widows stood beside him, weeping and showing tunics and other clothing that Dorcas had made while she was with them. Peter put all of them outside, and then he knelt down and prayed. He turned to the body and said, Tabitha, get up. Then she opened her eyes, and seeing Peter, she sat up. He gave her his hand and helped her up. Then calling the saints and widows, he showed her to be alive. This became known throughout Joppa, and many believed in the Lord. Meanwhile, he stayed in Joppa for some time with a certain Simon, a tanner. Our second reading is from Revelation chapter 7, verses 9 through 17. After this I looked, and there was a great multitude that no one could count from every nation, from all tribes and peoples and languages standing before the throne and before the Lamb, robed in white with palm branches in their hands. They cried out in a loud voice, saying, Salvation belongs to our God who is seated on the throne and to the Lamb. And all the angels stood around the throne and around the elders and the four living creatures, and they fell on their faces before the throne and worshipped God, singing, Amen, blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and ever. Amen. Then one of the elders addressed me, saying, Who are these, robed in white, and where have they come from? I said to him, Sir, you are the one that knows. Then he said to me, These are they who have come out of the great ordeal. They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. For this reason they are before the throne of God and worship Him day and night. And the one who is seated on the throne will shelter them. They will hunger no more and thirst no more, will not strike them nor any scorching heat. For the Lamb at the center of the throne will be shepherd, and He will guide them to springs of the water of life. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. I was reading these two scriptures and I started thinking about what it really means to be given life. And I started with Revelation and started working my way back because Revelation shows us eternal life. That those who have been washed clean are given life eternal. 
that they're around the throne constantly singing and praising God for giving them life and giving them hope. That they've come out of the great ordeal and there they are with God, with no suffering, with no pain, with God there to take care of them and to wipe away every tear. And then I started thinking about Peter going and healing Tabitha. That her life was finished, and yet he gave her a second chance at this life. And I started thinking about what it really means to be given life. And it was appropriate that I think about this on Mother's Day because it made me think of my mom. But not just because she is the one that birthed me into this world, but the story of Tabitha reminded me of her. And it reminded me of the ways in which sometimes we wait to really celebrate the people that we have in our lives. When they start talking about how everyone is around and weeping and they were showing up all the things that Tabitha had made and all of the things she had done. I couldn't help but think about my mom. Because though my mom was a mother to four rowdy boys and their little sister, my mom was actually a mom to much, much greater of a flock than that. Because the thing is, is that growing up, all the neighborhood kids would go out and we'd roam about the neighborhood and play and do whatever. But they all knew that when afternoon came, they would be headed to my house. Because my mom would have Kool-Aid out and then it would be time for all of us to sit down and my mom would read. And she would read to all of her kids. Not just the ones that she could claim as her own, but all the kids in the neighborhood that called her mom and that came by because they knew that they were always welcome. That even if we didn't happen to be there, if she was there, they could come on in. That they would be welcome just the same as anyone else. That she would read to us, that she would make things out of plastic canvas, and that she was always welcoming. And to this day, I still have friends that call up my mother every Mother's Day because they want to make sure that they tell mom, Happy Mother's Day. And then it reminded me of these scriptures because I started thinking about what it really means to be given life. And to be given new life. That we have the example of being given new life in the kingdom of God. An example of being raised from the dead, but it also reminded me that Christ gives us new life every time that we turn to him and remind ourselves that we were dead in sin. That we were as good as dead, but he gives us new life. And that made me think of my mom because my mom was always there to remind all of those kids that we weren't our mistakes. 
that though we might mess up and though we may struggle and though we may have hard times, we were always able to walk away from that life and find new life. When we take that hope and we accept that we can be something more than what we were. And it didn't matter what the problem was, she would be there. It still doesn't matter what the problem is, she's still always there for all of her kids. Kids that grew up in the neighborhood, if they stopped in by her house, after seeing her for a decade, men to talk about their problems and she would still help them in whatever way she can. And it's an amazing thing. And I started thinking again about the scriptures from today and we have all the saints who have made it through their trials and they're before the throne and they are worshiping God and praising Him and they've done it at the end of everything. And we have Tabitha where all the widows and everyone's gathered around and they're showing off the great things that she had done, talking about all the kind acts that she had and how great she was for that community. And the kind of hope that she gave. And it made me think about something that sometimes we miss. Did they ever do that while she was around to see it? Did they sit down and talk to her about all the great things that she had done for them, all the wonderful things that she made and how appreciative they were of everything she did? Or was it only when they realized that she was gone that they appreciated all that she had been? Too often we miss those caring mothers in our lives, even if they aren't really a mom. We've all had plenty of moms that have made a difference in our lives, that have helped us discover our own new path, that have helped to remind us that even when things seem bad, that there is good to be found and who gave us new life. But do we remember to thank them and to appreciate them while they can still know they're appreciated? I lost both of my grandmothers when I was still a young boy. And I don't know that I was ever able to voice to them how important their motherly presence had been in my life. And how important they were in my ability to always be able to get back up and say, I'm going to carry on. Was I grateful for all that they had done and did I actually tell them that I was grateful? Being given new life also means that we are given new hope and when we're given new hope, it gives us a new chance to be grateful. But it also means that we have to take those times to let people know. So yes, I will be calling upon my mother today, even though I just saw her last night, to remind her how important she is to so many people. 
and make sure that she knows just how important she was and more than just her own kids' lives, but to all those kids that thought of her as mom. And I'll be making some phone calls to people that normally you wouldn't think of as mom. But they've been a mom to me. And I want them to know that that mattered. Because we never know when that person that gives us hope and gives us a chance at life needs to be reminded themselves that they too have a chance, a new life whenever they need it. That they are appreciated, that they are worth it, and that they are special. Just as God views every one of those saints sitting before the throne as special, and just as Peter saw how special Tabitha was, if we remember those people in our lives and we remind them that they matter and remind them that they're special because it's what we do to help each other. Because it's what God does for us. And it's the gift that we are given to share. And it's that hope that carries us through. That even in the darkest of valley, there is light and there is life. And whether it is the life that brought us into this world initially, the life that saves us from a life of sin and death, the life that saves us from our past mistake, or life everlasting in the kingdom, we have hope in it all. And something to be grateful for. Don't let that chance slip by. Take today to say how truly thankful you are for the people in your life that have made that hope and that love possible. And share it with all those that you would be happy to call mom. Amen.